Thank you for joining us for Dwelling Place Lithia Podcast. We hope this message will help you find your identity in Christ and create growth in your life. We hope you enjoy this message. The message, the title of the message would be, Who's Preparing Your Table? I remember a few years ago, we had a special speaker who spoke about her table. And how God prepared it for her. And how sacred it is. But God prepared it. There's times I feel like, and this is me, this is just me coming out at this moment. The person who's preparing the table is sometimes you. Sometimes you get in the way of what God wants to do. So I want to read this scripture, Matthew 14, starting with verse 16. It says, But he said to him, A man was giving a big dinner, and he invited many. And at the dinner hour, he sent his servant to say to those who had been invited, Come, for everything is ready now. And they all alike began to make excuses. The first one said to him, I have bought a piece of land and I need to go out and look at it. Please consider me excused. Another one said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I'm going to try them out. Please consider me excused. Another one said, I have married a wife and for that reason I cannot come. And the servant came back and reported this to his master. Then the head of the household became angry and said to his servant, Go out at once into the streets and the lanes of the city and bring in here the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. And the servant said, Master, what you commanded has been done, and still there is room. And the master said to the the servant, Go out into the highway and, and along the hedges and compel them to come in so that My house may be filled, for I tell you, none of those men who were invited shall taste of my dinner. I wanted to bring this out. This is me meshing in a few other stories. Preachers do that. And I'm going to just tell you this now. Go and read it for yourself. All the others, put them all together. Look at them. So go with me to Psalms, chapter 23. It's a familiar, everyone knows it, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pasture. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk the, through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Verse 5, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life. 
and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This week, I didn't know what I was going to speak on. And verse 5 was ringing to me and, and saying, Sean, look at the table. Look at the table that I prepared for you. I've prepared a table for you in front of your enemies, in the presence of your enemies. And I was thinking about these things. And then Luke chapter 14 came about. How many times do we have excuses to God? How many times... I don't have enough time to pray today, God. I don't have enough time to seek your face today, God. I don't have enough time to read your word today, God. I don't have enough time. Because I'm too busy. Because... I just bought a cow, and I've never seen the cow before. Hey, I'm going to go and get the cow. I just got married. Don't have time for you right now, God. And so I was thinking about sometimes we're the ones who prepare our own tables. Instead of allowing God to prepare the table. I'm preparing my table. Right now, self-control. That's God. He's wanting to do that for us. But there's a different way. How about doubt? When you prepare your table. How about gluttony when you prepare your table? Yeah, I got, I, I've, got, I've got a lot here. How about wrath? How about envy? How about lust? How about hate? How about fear? How about anger? How about pride? And greed? How many times have we prepared our table? Instead of letting God prepare our table. It says He prepares our table in front of our enemies. But hey, we want to be doubtful. We want to be glutton. We want to overeat. We want to do things that make us feel good. Make us be in control. I was thinking there's a story that I feel like it's not 
God who prepared the table, but it's David preparing the table for someone, the king. 2 Samuel chapter 9. And I'm going to come back to Psalms 23 real quick after this. 2 Samuel, 2 Samuel chapter 9, starting in verse 1. It says this. Then David said, Is there yet anyone left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? Now there was a servant of the house of Saul whose name was Zeba. And they called him to David. And the king said to him, Are you Zeba? And he said, I am your servant. The king said, Is there not yet anyone of the house of Saul to whom I may show the kindness of God? And Zeba said to the king, There is still a son of Jonathan who is crippled in both feet. So the king said to him, Where is he? And Zeba said to the king, Behold, he is in a house of Meshir, the son of Emil in Lodabar. Then King David sent and brought him from the, king, from the house of Meshir, the son of Emil from Lodabar. Meshibapheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David and fell on his face and prostrated himself. And David said, Meshibapheth, and he said, here is your servant. And David said to him, do not fear, for I am for I will surely show kindness to you for the sake of your father, Jonathan, and will restore to you all of the land of your grandfather, Saul, and you shall eat at my table regularly. Again, he prostrated himself and said, what is, it, what is your servant that you should regard a dead dog like me? Then the king called Saul's servant, Ziba. And said to him, all that belongs to Saul and to all his house I have given to your master's grandson. You and your sons and your servants shall cultivate the land for him. And you shall bring in the produce so that your master's grandson may have food. Nevertheless, Meshavapheth, your master's grandson, shall eat at my table regularly. I want to stop there. That story right there, if you go back and you, you look, you find out that when the enemy was coming in and killing Saul and killing Jonathan, this nurse takes this baby, Meshebapheth, and runs out and trips and falls and cripples the boy. Cripples him. And he... He's there hiding the rest of his life for a while in Lodabar. No one knew he was around. No one knew that he was a son of a king or the son's grandson. And so I was thinking about this, and all of a sudden God showed me he was still fearful when he even came before David. He had fear because he didn't know he didn't know what to expect. He didn't know what was about to happen. He fell at his feet. It said he had fear. 
And David said, don't fear. I want you to eat at my table. This table's for you regularly. And I see that this is what God wants us to do too. He has a table set for us. He has something for us every day. But instead, we deal with all these things that's in our life. The envy, the hate, the lust, the glutton, the doubt. And we fight it. But then sometimes we give in. We give in to it and say, I'm too tired. God, I'm sorry I'm not going to talk to you today. I'm too tired. I had a busy day. God, I'm not going to read your word today because I was too busy. But God says, hey, I got something for you. Just take some time. Sit down. I'm preparing the table for you now. I'm bringing gentleness in. Bringing self-control in. I'm bringing joy. I'm bringing love. I'm bringing patience. I'm bringing peace. I'm bringing kindness. I'm bringing generosity. I'm bringing in faithfulness and goodness. Here it is. Come sit at my table. I don't know about you, but even my daughter said it today. I told her this message was for me. Yeah, I get angry. I get frustrated. But God's saying, be patient. Have kindness. Have peace. But God, you don't know what I'm going through at this moment in time. I know, son. I'm walking with you, even though you're not paying attention to me. I'm walking with you. But it's so hard to love the people that's hating me right now. That's why I'm setting this up for you. It's in the presence of the enemy. Because I want them to see you're going to go through this and you're going to love the people, even though they're going to hurt you. You're going to... Be generous, even though they're going to hurt you still. I get frustrated with my kids some days. I get frustrated driving some days when I get behind a person that's going 30 miles an hour in a 55, 60 mile an hour zone. I get frustrated. And my wife's over there going, he's just testing you today, God. He's just testing you. Well, I don't need to be tested like that right now. No, he he needs to know where you're at. (sighs) 
So going back to Psalms 23, I was thinking about the story, how David was a shepherd. He understood how to take and lead the lambs and the sheep to the water. He knew how to put them where they needed to be. And if you go and you look in the New Testament, when Jesus said, I am the good shepherd, they're showing the contrast of who God is and how He can take care of us and He can lead us where we need to go. But like I said, there's times doubt comes in. I'm like... I don't want to lay there, God. Not there. It don't look good enough for me. And I keep on reading the Scripture, and when we get to where it says that He prepares a table before my enemies, in, before me in, in the front of my enemies, I'm thinking of when David... was running from Saul. He was running from Saul. And Saul was going to kill him. Saul didn't like him. But every time he had a chance, David had a chance to do something against Saul, he said, I can't touch the anointed. He was always sitting at the table. He was always being ready. He wanted to give the love. He wanted to give the patience. He had peace. His guys were like, He's get, God's giving it to you. Go, go ahead. Kill him. Get, get rid of him. No. I'm not going to touch the anointing. But David still ate from the other side too. He made his own plates. He made his own table. You can go back and you can look at every time he made the mistake. He had to prostrate himself before the Lord and said, I made a mistake, God. Here I am. I know I deserve to be punished. I just want to ask you one thing today. Who's preparing your table? Is it you or is it God? Because if it's you, you're going to fall flat. I do every day almost. But when it's God... He brings in the peace. He brings in the comfort. He's there every step of the way. When Jesus prepared the table, he was a servant. He was teaching us how to be a servant and how to follow what God wants us to do. But so many times we think 
we know what to do. And when we get in the way, it harms us. I want us to stand. We hope you enjoyed this message. If so, please share it. If you'd like to partner with us, you can do so at dwellingplacelithia.org forward slash donate. We'll see you next week, and may God bless you and your family.